Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, crappy quiz and a slight tangent. World Cup B is growing on me. (laughs) (laughs) As a name. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. David Brady, good morning to you. How are you? Morning, Jared. How's things? Yeah, very good. Very good. We're um, just wrapping up Tommy's power rankings there. I don't know if you heard any of that, but um, I think that there's there's a couple of months of, well, seven or eight weeks of shadow boxing until we get to All-Ireland quarter final weekend. Where'd you put Mayo there during your own? Was it fourth? I had him fourth, yeah. Fourth, yeah. Fourth, David. That's what Jared that's what, that's what thinks of Mayo right now. Yeah, well, you get to an All-Ireland semi-final if you're fourth and then you see what happens. Are you fit? You're okay, Jerry. Yeah, this weather, yeah. <laughs> Fourth, is the, is the National League competition not to pick the current best team in form? No, because uh, Kerry don't care about winning the league this year, having been defending All Ireland champions in a way that they did last season when they were trying to get some structure around what they were doing and set standards. This year, they know the standards and they're trying to find new players. I also think that the Dubs were in Division Two, so. Maybe if Dublin had been in Division 1, things might have been different. But I'm not sure they would. I think that for Dublin, it's just about getting the depth and making sure everybody's fit by All-Ireland quarter-final weekend. Yeah, if Dublin were in Division 1, um, it would have been interesting. But I don't think I don't think they're playing the type or style or quality of football that would uh, deliver them a, a National League title. And you're, you're right about Curry. Um, yeah, they set out... And Jack O'Connor was was um, was very open on the set about, you know, looking to deliver a league title last year, and they delivered it. I think it has it has definitely stood to the winners of the the, the Division One title over the last number of years. Um, that it has given that momentum, that positivity going forward in the championship. And I think, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't you couldn't have you couldn't have Mayo at current power rankings at, at number four. Um, you'd have them. You have to have them the way they're playing from a current perspective, form, quality, depth. Um, I, I definitely have them at number one. Current power reckons we're not we're not mystic megs. We're not looking into the future. We're just what we have now and what's there. Um, definitely the number one form team in the country. And as Kevin McStay kind of said, that's 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 something for them to to um, to shoulder now. National League champions going into the going into the the kind of championship next Saturday or next Sunday against Roscommon. Can I ask you if that's the case? How come you need your goalkeeper to be man of the match? Because you look at things weren't that wasn't a perfect performance. It wasn't a perfect game. And again, uh, the one the, the point that um, Cormac Reap got man of the match was one that he got three vital frees. Um, there were there were two forty fives and a long distance. Um, if Galway probably had Shane Walsh on form, or they were better at their long distance pre-taken. Um, they'd have been in that game a lot more and could have possibly won it. Um, but then the four shots that Cormac Greep had to save is down to saying, looking at the video analysis and where did it come from, a lot of it came from some deep running around the middle, uh, around uh, through Mayo's half-back half line. And that's that's something that Mayo will need to work on because, um, you know, four, four goals like that, uh, three months' time, All-Ireland semi-final, um, three or four of them could go in. So that's that's something definitely Mayo have to work on. But... Um, it is. It is. It wasn't a complete performance, but it was enough to uh, to win the national league against a very good, well organised, and I mean well organised, um, Galway team. 
it, just in terms of the defensive structure, are there any issues with that? Like, all, all joking aside and power rankings aside, if you're if you're Mayo and you're looking at how Galway created those opportunities, other teams are going to be looking at that as well. So, uh, obviously, the one-on-one defending is fine. We, we Keen Johnson's doing a bit of work with us in, in terms of analysis, and he was making the point that Coin was all over Finity. McBrien and Callan did as well as they could on, on Shane Walsh but overall the defensive structure is a bit of an issue um, runners from deep not being tracked one hand pass takes out five or six players and suddenly Galway are through on goal so uh, part of this is is making sure your structures are right and I suppose that's the point of the league you, you, you Mayo will analyse this as well and go okay how did that happen but uh, is there a structural issue there are, are you happy for those chances to be the way they were and that's the the high wire act that you're playing? Uh, no, I don't think it's a it's a high wire act or, a, or it's a, a gamble. But I do think that there is certain tweaks. And, uh, you know, Conor Loftus, uh, again, has been transformed. We all have kind of struggled to get a very kind of solid centre-back over the last number of years. Uh, if we remember back, um, uh, Aidan O'Shea was one of our, one, one our centre-backs um, in, in, in last year's league. Um, so it, it, we've struggled from a positional sense like that, and again, what the, from a plus one perspective, um, as it happened that uh, uh, Connor Loftus wasn't a sitting plus one when the, the runs from deep came. So it's more or less in their defensive setup. Guys not actually tracking the danger runners. Um, again, you would be looking at more help from your midfield and half back line on that. You had Peter Cook, you had John Maher um, getting two shots off. So their guys really coming from deep, but someone needs to be more or less marshalling that or picking out the danger runners. And uh, I think it's definitely, it's definitely something we all will work on to say, why, did, why, did the, why is the runners from deep causing us, causing us problems? And it probably, it probably kind of adds a little bit more that you need a little bit more help from your half-forward line and your midfielders to pick out these runners from deep. That's and even, your, even, your, even your, full, your full forward line. Yeah. Mayo, played, Mayo played very defensively at times, massively defensively, which was a ploy, which was a tactic. Aidan O'Shea was probably deeper um, and the league final than he was in a lot of games because they set up with uh, 40 men completely behind the ball inside their own 45. And that kind of stifles Galway's... If you give Galway space, they kill you with pace. And that kind of, that kind of you know, when you have a fast team like with Comer and, and especially Shane Wall starting off the game there, you are looking to kind of limit the amount of space them guys get. The, sorry, the Conor Loftus thing I was just going to tease out there. Um, the, Loftus... Uh, is, has been a, uh, transformed, obviously, right? And has been a revelation in the league. He's not going to be a similar type holding, sitting, sweeper. He's not going to be the Keen O'Sullivan. He's not going to be Ty Morley. So that's why everybody else has to do those duties. Or do you try and turn him into that and stifle his attacking creativity a bit? Is there a trade-off? Or do you just go actually... And maybe this is the next stage of evolution of Gaelic football is that your, your centre-back is going to be more of a quarterback and, and more aggressive. And, and as you mentioned, them players of the past, like Morley and O'Sullivan, and, and just do it to absolute perfection. But it's not an independent role. And it is very much based on the link and the telepathic, I suppose, understanding you have with your players coming around and who's going to hand off to you or who's, who's going to be your link to say, right, I can go now once I get the nod or once I get the the eyeball or once I know I'm being covered and I think it's it's um, it's, it's, a, it's a massive because again it, what, what it does really is it stifles your inside forward line from being able to uh, inflict damage on you you have someone sitting in front of them covering the channel 
wherever whatever ball whatever channel the ball is coming down you need to have that channel covered if there's runners coming through and you see them maybe that's maybe a bit of the problem that the runners are coming through and the gaps are open and it should be probably the plus one that goes to them um, and that's just the same you know what I understand now that I should have went to that man shouldn't have held space should have pushed up a little bit closer um, and again it's 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 work in progress but it's a new dimension from Mayo's perspective and it's it's you know he's he's capable but it is going to be it is going to be a, a very onerous job over the championship but he has that ta- attacking capability as well because ball breaks down you get a turnover when you have the likes of Jack Coyne going ahead Sam Callaghan going ahead Connor Loft is going ahead um, they're serious attacking threats and that's that's what we we've seen from especially Coyne and uh, Sam Callaghan on Sunday we were full of praise for Tommy Conroy yesterday on the on the show, David, and, and I think rightly so. We were making the, the point with Morris Brosnan that every time he got the ball, Croke Park seemed to light up a little bit. You always expect him to do something and, and take a man on. Those options that Kevin McStay has at full forward, uh, in forward line generally, to be honest, but particularly in full forward when everyone is fit, that's not an easy decision for Kevin McStay to have to make. But then I guess, in some ways, you finish with your strongest team. How do you, how do you see that battle for spots in that full forward line in, in Mayo? And now we're talking about the potential from Mayo's perspective because for the first time, and I said it, there is that there is that competition for places. Tommy Connery came on against Donegal, and I don't know who, what, what defender it was in Donegal, but he actually just left him for dust. Um, he was electric coming on, really injected massive pace, and you could see that confidence in his... Like he, he is poetry in, emo, poetry in motion. What you want is to keep him fit and keep him injury-free. Killian O'Connor is well on his way to be back. Uh, I would be I would be very surprised if he doesn't play a part next Sunday. Um, he, he, he's um, I think he's well on his way there. You have Enda Hessian as well. Um, you have Owen McLaughlin. Um, the, the, from the forwards, from the forwards, or from a team perspective, you have three or four fellas that are well capable of coming on. Uh, and really, that's that's where you, that's where you're going to be all Ireland contenders. Just like we were talking that you were talking there earlier about Dublin. If you don't have that bench, you don't have that strength. Um, well, then. You're, you're going to be found out. You're going to be found out. And I think from a Galway perspective, um, they're, they're again struggling a little bit with that. We've seen it in the All-Ireland final last year. They were in it. They were in it. They were there. Um, but they just needed that to push on. And that is usually comes from your bench, that depth and strength. And it's not, it wasn't there from a Galway's perspective. Um, young Tom O'Connorhan, come on. Good player scoring the last minute of the game. But again, you want two or three more like him to be able to inject a bit of quality and... Um, uh, I suppose a, a bit of spark and attack. Um, Galway have it, or Dublin have it, Mayo now have it, and uh, Curry have it to a degree. Pick your full forward line for us. Um, number one, and again last Sunday, uh, Aidan O'Shea. Top class, top class. Um, from a work perspective, from a link perspective, um, I think he's having his best season so far um, because he knows what he has to do. He knows this is his, this is his place. And again, he doesn't have to. Uh, from a legs perspective, um, he can he can uh, he can protect them and uh, use his strengths. And we've seen the amount of frees that he got the last day. Um, for me, uh, I'm, I'm Killian. If Killian is fit, simple out. You have Killian. You have um, uh, Ryan Dunhu uh, and Ed Noshe. So James Carr and Tommy Conroy on the bench to come in and change the game as and when you need it. Exactly, exactly, and it's and it and it is and it is horses for courses. I I'd have no problem. I'd have no problem with Killian out in the half forward line and centre forward. Okay, that if you want to put Tommy in, um, big time. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I do think I do think from a half forward perspective, Jordan Flynn has played very well. Um, probably wasn't his greatest game last Sunday, uh, but there, there could be potential for Killian to be to be there around the, the half forward line. Um, and again, you have that mix and match. You could have uh, Killian going in, Aiden coming out, and you have a, a perfect man from a target perspective, sixty yards down the pitch with the, the kick out that Cormac Reap has as well. Would you like to see Aidan O'Shea taking over the scoreboard a little bit more? Like he often does that dummy solo where he, where he threatens to shoot and, and doesn't. But he's doing a lot of other work, I suppose, David. At the point, doing it all, he was, he's doing that all year, Shane. Doing yep. all, that all year, he scored probably more in the league than he has ever. Mm-hmm. I'd say in his in, in his career, um, very good. I said the amount of frees that he's got over the league because he is. And you're going like even Sean Amster, who was who was one of the top defenders, he lost him once or twice in that kind of step and that quick turn. And uh, I think it was three frees that he got. He got. Um, he got from me all that were converted. Um, but no, he's 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 doing exactly what's required, and um, he, he's he's um, he's adding so much, so much to that team. And again, it's from a leadership perspective as well. Um, as as a senior player, there, it's uh, it's very good. It's very good. I think only four of Mayo's points were from player of the fourteen, but that's not really a concern either. I guess you have to be, as you say. Getting forward and earning freeze, and, and and there was a couple of attacking marks in there as well. So it's not really that big a concern, David, is it? Ah, uh, well, you, you kind of going. You don't like to say you've only scored four times from play, and I think Parry Joyce alluded to that to say, well, they only yeah. scored four points from play, and the referee wasn't really on our side, and blah blah blah. <laughs> um, yeah, they got they got they got their marks, and again, it has been a feature. I think Ryan Dunhoo has got he's he's nearly in double figures for marks this year. Um, he got two the last day. And again, it is that added, you know, you look at Paddy Durkin, who is just a gazelle. Every time he looks up and his first his first thought is, is there someone I can pick out? Is, is there a kick pass I can give? If not, then he goes on his bike. But it is it is that added that added fluidity that Mayo have, have brought to their game this year. The kick pass, you have a fulcrum there a, the vast majority of the time uh, in Aidan O'Shea. Mayo didn't keep two up or one up in, from a defence or from an attacking point of view. They had everyone back at times. When you have everyone back, it kind of it creates that avenue for your attack. And, and again, as I mentioned, I, 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 the, the Jack Coyne and Sam Gallagher in the full back line, um, that was a massive, massive step for them on Sunday because they're they're young, they're enthusiastic. Um, experience comes with time; yet that they need time. But uh, winning the national league was was a, was a very, very important um, step for them last Sunday. In uh, in two thousand and one. Mayo beat Galway in the league by a point and then Don't talk to me. I know what you I know what you're gonna say. And then the Razzies caught them and then and then Galway yeah. went on to win the All Ireland. I know, I know. Well, and I'm look that was for me again, um National League final against Galway in two thousand and one. And I'm being straight and honest. I wouldn't I I I, not, I I hate them when it comes to football. They're lovely people. But I hate them when it comes to football. Um, and again, it was it was nice to have a little smile after the game on Sunday because there is that rivalry, there is that intensity. Um, Two thousand and one, God, we had the last smile. They won the All Ireland, and it is it is going back to the ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight rivalry, hatred. Um, but it brought the level of football between the two counties and in Connacht up that 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 step. And again, you have it now. Two teams. You look and go. Poor Joyce has done a phenomenal job. And we, we can look at, I'd say, to look at three years ago, Galway were probably in the same situation as, as a meet. They were just plodding along in the football world, Division 2, you know, there, thereabouts. And now look at the steps and development that Galway have taken. All Ireland final, you know, you think, ah, you might, they might go on the beer, they might, you know, 
there might be a lot of negativity or they might take them a time to get back on the bike National League final. And I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised um, as they'll be up there right contenders in the last four, the last two. And uh, wouldn't it be great? And there's a possibility of having a Mio going with final this year. So um, that'll be that'll be one for the ages. But it is, it's a credit to both counties, the management's, especially Porrick Joyce and his team, the way he has brought this COVID team, young, under-21 All-Ireland champions a number of years ago, and they're now contenders. And I don't think it'll be a setback. Whatever time it is now, what time is it in Portugal? It's quarter to nine, quarter to ten in Portugal, I can guarantee it. Go will have an hour and a half under their belt. Um, they went out there yesterday, they've recovered that have a swim gym session, but they'll be they'll be doing their, their morning shift at seven, half seven this morning. And again, this evening, this, this, this week will be vital for them. And it's, I think it's great timing because you're going, oh, we lost the National League, but you're out in Portugal, the sun is shining, there's a little bit of positivity in it and you can really um, circle the wagons for, for, uh, for two, two, uh, three weeks' time in, uh, in Salt Tim when Galway, Galway welcome me all back. Oh, or us coming? I was going to say, the Roscommon hey. fans are tuning in this morning. Oh, geez, boy. Sorry about that. <laughs> do, you, do you think, Mel, or, is, is that, is that uh, a foregone conclusion, David? Like, this... not, by no means is it a foregone <laughs> conclusion, but you have to say to yourself, um, if, if, you, if you really adapt and play to your ability and execute your game plan as you should, um, two teams versus each other, Mayo, Mayo should, and, and should, without, should definitely come out on top. Um, you're giving Davy Burke some material here. I look at. I'm not giving them material because Davy knows they'll be within that game. Um, are they? Are they National League champions? Mayor and again, Mayor favourites for the game. And you know, nine times out of ten, favourites win. And and, and I, I think I think it's um, it's. I don't mind the week. I think it's going to be a good thing that they're going back straight on the bike again. Um, after that game on Sunday to to a game uh, next Sunday in McHale Park uh, at four o'clock, I think um, I, I, I just, I'm, 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 I, you have to be confident, and and you should be confident. And I think to have definitely enough, and to have that kind of capability and and and, and depth and strength from a from a bench perspective. Twenty um, twenty nineteen was the other time that uh, Mayo won the league and then got beaten by Roscommon in the championship. That's the last two times. I, I you know, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense for it to happen the third time. 2001 has no <laughs> bearing on this one. It, it's true. It's just that, it, you know, yeah. it's a, little, a nice little quirk there that um, there's an opportunity for this Mayo team to make their own bit of history twice in a week. And if I'm right, I, 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 think, I think that Mayo had a big, big gap in 2019. Something like a five-week gap to the Roscommon game or something. Um, but it, does, it doesn't matter if it's a week, five days or five weeks. Um, it's about getting the mindset right, and as Kevin McStay said on Sunday, uh, that was his, after his press conference. He was going in. There was 30, 38 of the squad, the backroom team, and it was the focus for us coming. And uh, that, and again, we go back. Um, Kevin McStay knows this Roscommon team or knows Roscommon football as good as anyone. He's been there. He's managed them. He's had success with them. Yeah. Um, so he'll he'll be he'll be well up for this as well. One last one. Um notwithstanding everything we were talking about the defence and the defensive structure is there any bat signal that you do as the manager at this stage given everything else that's going on everywhere else around the country to Lee Keegan to say uh, we could do with a, a sweeper style six who can complement Conor Loftus are you interested? Oh sure look and would you be interested in Oshin Mullen and would you be interested in everything you know it, it's 
Uh, unfortunately, at this step, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't in any way, shape, or form bring someone out from the cold into the the red heat of of, of championship, not having played any league game. It's different from a goalkeeper. It's different, you know, um, legs, fitness, and everything else. You're out of it for six months, and even players coming back from injury do struggle to get up to the to the to the level and to the to the the momentum of of, of senior championship football. And no, unfortunately. That that uh, that won't be happening. That won't be happening. But um, I do think I honestly, honestly, I think Lee would be a, a massive, massive advantage if he was still there. So, like, if we look back, there is, there is, there are, there will be game time in the round robin. That doesn't really matter. There's more than likely in Mayo's scenario, like if they get through, uh, if they get through the Roscommon game, then you could definitely say there will be a game. Where they're guaranteed to be going through after you know, uh, no matter what division they're in, it's very unlikely there's going to be a group of death, and even then there'll be a pre- preliminary quarter final as we've been talking about that they'll be safe. So there's there is there's enough games to get somebody no. back in if you wanted it. There's, there's not uh, not honest to God, okay. not no win. There's no there's one game is not enough. Two games in house games. <clears throat> there's five months of hard work and toil. Nearly six from these guys last November when they met up uh, with Kevin McStay. They've done a massive amount of work. Uh, Donny Buckley has pushed them to their very, very, very limit. And again, it's very hard, very hard. I remember coming back. I came back into a Mio, into Mio setup. I was over in Australia um, living life. I came back around April time and I just absolutely struggled. Struggled to get back in. Yes, I got back in and we got to, we went, we went to the All Ireland final. I played, but you 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 have uh, it's, it'll be too much for, for someone that at Lee Keegan's age as well to come and just try and get back on that train his mind will be 100% capable um, but no don't Francis don't be starting any rumours that won't be that won't be. I'd, I'd have told you by now Jer. I'd have told you by now we're just suggesting it don't worry don't worry yeah, DB yeah. you're feeling good about life though uh, you have the number, number one in your power rankings Oh, without a doubt, number one in the in the current power rankings, without a doubt, yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. They're they're a very good squad, and again, I just love what Kevin McStay is bringing the open honesty and uh, modesty as well. I think that's 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 a very very important uh, part of the journey of what Mio will be going on this year. Yeah, no, oh, he's been a real breath of fresh air, and it looks like he's enjoying every second of it. As we are in your company again, DB. Thanks a million. Pleasure, Jar. Talk to you, Shane, buddy. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.